Welcome to the Unicorn Club Season 2 Audio Journal Podcast. Today is September 7th, 2020. If you're new to my audio journal, Season 1 was more about my midlife crisis and the things that I've learned during my midlife crisis. But most importantly, there were three key things that I learned. And once I learned it, the midlife crisis just suddenly ended. And so season two is more about the things that I learned or the things that I learned um, on a daily basis. So um, something that I do want to point out is, is that you'll notice I'll go I'll switch between two words. Sometimes I will say tribe and sometimes I will say cousins. And the reason for that is because I do not like the word followers. I don't like followers at all whatsoever. I believe that because I don't network my podcast, I believe that anyone who comes across this podcast, it was divine, it was meant to be, It was not by luck or chance. And whatever it is that I am talking about during that podcast, if you heard it, there was something in it for you, and it was meant to be. So, one of my missions with this podcast is to inspire, uplift, and encourage I believe that my cousins are all leaders of change. We are all leaders of change. Which is why I do not like the word followers. I think that all of my cousins have a purpose in life, either exactly like minds or similar to minds which makes us relatable and I know that I am an agent of change and I declare and I decree that my cousins my tribe are leaders of change and change first starts with ourselves it's learning we, we will find that in learning ourselves, we'll find that in learning the reason why we are born, and we'll find that in our passion. So let's just say you have a passion for animals. I say, work in a veterinarian office, learn the industry. And then open up your own veterinarian office because you are a leader. You are not there to be a follower. If you're a cashier at McDonald's, learn the industry and franchise your own McDonald's. If you like children, work at a daycare center, learn the industry and then open up your own daycare center. If you're aspiring to be a realtor, spend some time learning the business and then get your brokerage license and open up your own 
real estate firm. Own your own bank. I remember reading an article about a woman who started her own stock exchange. And she is the first black female to have her own stock exchange. I don't remember what it's called. But I do know it's gaining buzz, which it should. The point is, you're not destined to just be docile. You are destined to lead, to inspire, to uplift, to bring change. That's what you're for. So, moving right along. I was watching a show on MTV called Ghosted. And let me tell you, if you hadn't seen it before, I encourage you to binge watch that show. It's similar to Catfish, the show Catfish, but a little bit different. So, we all know what the word ghosted means. And in this show, the hosts, the two hosts of the show, bring two people together to figure out why one person ghosted the other. It can be a family member, it could be friends, it could be a boyfriend and girlfriend, it could be girlfriend and girlfriend, it could be boyfriend and boyfriend, whatever it is, they get to the heart of the matter. By the end of the show, um, the two people usually come back together. Now, I had seen three episodes where the people did not come back together but in my own personal opinion they should not have gotten together in the first place with all of that said there was one episode that really really captured my attention and I learned something from it which is why I am creating this podcast tonight and this particular uh, show was suspenseful. <laughs> this one and, and, and another one, uh, it was incredibly suspenseful. It's kind of like um, that movie, The Law-Abiding Citizen. If you didn't see that, I encourage you to see it. But for those of you that did see The Law-Abiding Citizen, when I say suspense, you guys know what I mean when I say suspense. So this show, <laughs> Ghosted, was the same way. I was sitting on the edge of my seat and going, no, shut the front door. Oh, my God. Then it was episodes that <laughs> when it got to the end, I was like, oh, my God. Somebody hand me a Kleenex. I think somebody's peeling an onion in the room. <laughs> It's, it's a really good show to binge watch, I promise. All right, so this tip that I want to give is about dating. And this is particularly and specifically for women. Because oftentimes, when you don't know, you just don't know. If you've never experienced something and you've never heard of a particular thing, then how do you know? 
So this is for those women who just don't know. There was this one guy on this show called Ghosted, and he was a complete butthole. I found him to be childish and disrespectful and standoffish and rude and, you know, if it was me that was sitting across from him, I would not have cussed him out, though he deserved to be called a whole lot of names except for the child of God, accompanied by a backhanded pimp slap. One of them kind of pimp slaps that echoes down the block. Mm-hmm. I would have put him in his place in a very intellectualized strong mature way that would have shut him all the way down but the woman that he had ghosted was not that type of chick and had she had been prepared by a true New Yorker, I think that <laughs> he would have known before he even stood up that his toes had been stepped on. I'm just going to say it like that. I'm going to say it like that. So, here's the thing, people use other people for what they can get at that moment. And the moment something better comes along, you get ghosted. See these type of men don't care. Excuse me. All emotion had been cut off and shut off way before that particular guy meets that woman. And a lot of the times it comes from high school where he wanted a particular girl and the girl did not want him and she chose someone else or she chose his friend or whatever the case may be. And, you know, he may not have been the best looking and was overlooked because of it. He kind of grows up in the spirit of rejection. And while he's operating out of the spirit of rejection, he becomes a womanizer a hobosexual, a bum. And the only way this pathetic person can survive is off of the coattails of a woman.
So these type of men target women, particularly women that look innocent in their face, a little gullible in their face, a little naive in their face. Because you know, ladies, there is a look that you can give off. And you may not even realize that in your face, you look gullible and naive and slow and innocent. And these predators will target you for having a good heart, for wanting love. And they come along and because they're used to women's emotions and thought processes, they know how to get over and pull a wool over your eyes. And, and you don't even know what the hell is going on. You're just so busy having fun and like, oh, I like him. We cook together. We watch movies together, Netflix and chill. And we're together all the time. I think I'm falling in love with him. Meanwhile, he don't give a crap about you. But he's extracting and pulling emotions from out of you. Because women are naturally emotional. Women think with their emotions and make decisions based off of their emotions. Women react based off of their emotions. While men think logically. Men think first, feel second. And if something don't feel right to their little spidey senses, they, they are taking that and they are running with it. The moment you think about women that are gold diggers and men who are what, what some people call boring. Because he's up at 5 a.m. and he's working out and eating healthy and reading his newspaper. And then he's off working 8 to 12 hour days. And then, you know, he's going home and having his dinner and watching Jeopardy. And, you know, he's in bed by 9, 10 o'clock the latest. These men are labeled as boring. And so these gold diggers have a tendency of targeting these type of men. And once these men realize, hey, she's not here for me, she's here for something else, that man is gone. The minute a man realizes that a woman knows what she's doing and she's trying to entrap him, that man is gone. A lot of the times a man ain't even going to say anything to you. He's just going to be gone. Ghosted. And so men have their little, their little thing with targeting women, just like women have their little thing with targeting men. And so for women, you know, you, ladies, this has been happening since the beginning of time. Ever since the roles have changed from men being the breadwinners or women are being you know, nurturing and mothering and bearing children, so forth and so on. It changed from women being the breadwinners and men being the stay-at-home moms. And so now we have a bunch of scallywags and vagabonds running around the United States of America, not being men and standing in their, fem in their masculine energy, excuse me.
And so they target women who they think are lonesome, they're older and single. You got a decent or good paying job or, or a great career. And and you're hormonal, hormonal, excuse me. And they think, oh, all I got to do is give her the D. And she's going to spend all this money on me, let me move in, drive her car, get access to her bank account. I could put my feet up. She's going to cook and clean for me and do my laundry. And all I got to do is give her the D. There's men who will, who will try to figure out what you like in bed and give you exactly what it is that you like in bed. Just to entrap you. These men are users and abusers. They are only there to use you for what you have. And this is, I have some red flags that I want to share with you. And this show, Ghosted, with this particular guy, is the reason why I've come up with a couple of red flags. Now these red flags are not new. What I'm getting ready to say is not new. But it's new to those who do not know. If a man is asking you about your income, first, you know what they do? They ask you how much is your rent. Because that can tell them about how much money you make on your job that you can cover your rent. Without them having to ask you, how much do you make per hour? Your pockets are already counted. And so he done calculated your rent. He done factor in some other bills. And then he kind of calculated, okay, in order for her to cover these bills without any roommates, this is what her pay has to be. And this is possibly what she has left over. And then you'll see him doing little things. To test how much extra money you got. Without asking you. How much money do you make per hour? Oh, let's have steak. Let's have shrimp. Let's have lobster. Oh, my birthday is coming. Can you buy me this? Oh, I need $300. This person is just using you. If a man has sex with you. And he all of a sudden, it's two months later. It's a month later. And he's all of a sudden bringing up love during sex. He didn't bring it up before. When you in your right state of mind. But he gonna wait until you have an orgasm to want to tell you about love. Tell me you love me, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to extract your emotions. He needs you to love him without him loving you back so that he can get anything he wants from you and you won't leave because you are emotionally attached to him while he is emotionally detached from you. If it's a couple of weeks later and he's talking to you about moving in 
to your place as opposed to I'll move out of where I'm at and you move out of where you're at and we get a place together. If he's not saying, come here, I got good credit, girl. I got a coin. Let me buy you a house. Yeah, he's using you. I went to the bodega, as I always do, because they have this juice there that I like. And the guy that's there, he's, he's owned that bodega for a very long time. And we have random conversations with each other. And he was telling me something about some owner who only allowed women to live on the property and asked why is it um, why is it that some men um, don't want for a man to live on a property and I think that he knew the answer like if I was a man and I owned a three family house and I'm only allowing women to live in, in this three-family house, that's because I'm a nasty freaking pervert. I want control. But a man is going to stand up to me and check me and put me in my place. A man don't got anything that I want. The, he got the wrong equipment. Mentally in in his pants. So I want a woman with her emotional self. But I want, you know, a certain type of woman. So I think that he knew the answer. But what I found interesting is when he said to me that something to the effect of a man moving in with a woman. And I said to myself, is that what he see? Women have their own place and men just move in with the woman? Does he ever see a man purchasing a house for his family? So here's the red flag. If, if you got your own place and, and this guy is living with grandma, mommy, auntie, the sister, the cousin, you know, he renting a room. He looking to get out. And your place is all comfortable and cozy and warm and safe and luxurious. And you got all this food and you can take care of all the bills by yourself. He looking to move in with you. He's taking from you instead of bringing something to the table. The relationship should be where two people are both contributing things to the relationship and to the household. It shouldn't be where the man is extracting from the woman or the woman is extracting from the man. It shouldn't be that way. So that's your second red flag. The first red flag is when a man is trying to get you to love him quickly. It's three weeks later. It's five weeks later. And he's talking about love. He's using you. And a lot of the times he's just looking for money. And then you got some smart ones who, y'all seen that movie Dirty John? I think it came on Lifetime. If you didn't, try. <laughs> Go and watch it. It's called Dirty John. I know you can find it on Hulu. 
You might can find it on, on demand on Lifetime. You may have to subscribe to the Lifetime channel. And I believe you can find it on Netflix as well. I'm not sure about Netflix. But it's called Dirty John, where the man was a complete bum. And the woman had her own business. She had multiple businesses. And the man came in, and he was like a knight in shining armor. He gave her the D. She loved it. And he was like, yeah, let me move in with you. And she was like, okay. And he moved in. And then he was taking her own money and was saving it. Stacks and stacks and stacks of her own money. But the daughter came in and threw a monkey wrench in that man's whole plan. She, the daughter didn't like Dirty John from the beginning because she knew he was a dirty dog. She looked at him and knew he was a dirty dog, but the mother couldn't see it. Oh, I don't want to give the movie away, but just go watch it. But there's men who will portray themselves as being someone that they are not. Because they know that they have to be at a certain level in order to get a particular woman of a certain caliber. But really, he's just using that woman. And a lot of the times it's for a place to live and it's for um, money. These men don't care about women. They have a goal. The second thing you want to watch out for is when a man is trying to move in so quickly with you. Why so quick? Why you want to move in with me? Like, we could get a house together. We could get a brownstone together. We could get a co-op together. We could get another apartment in a better neighborhood together. Like, we can make this work. Let's pool our money together and, and move on up like the Jeffersons. Let, let's level up. Why you got to come in my little place? I want a bigger place. If I'm going to have this little place, I'm going to be by myself. But if I'm going to be with somebody, we're going to have to level up. Ladies, y'all got to also know y'all standards. Like, know y'all worth. You got to learn your worth. Learn your identity and learn your worth. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. The Holy Grail is right in between your legs. If he wanted, he going to act right. And he going to do what he needs to do. And if he's not willing to put in any work and do something for it, he's going to go and find himself another target in which you didn't lose. You won. Actually, you save yourself some time, some money, some stress, some heartache, some headache. Honey, you keep the Tylenol in the, in the uh, Tylenol bottle. But if you, if you learn your worth and you respect yourself and you value yourself there's some men there's some predators who will see that you know your worth and that you stand your ground and they will be like nah she's too strong minded for me she's not weak minded enough I can't take advantage of her alright I'm going to head out in which case you won because you don't want a scallywag and a vagabond as a man. It's better for you to have no man at all than to have a piece of a man. Get some goldfish. Get a kitten. Get a puppy. Hell, get a bird. Pick up a hobby. Make some money. 
There's something for you to do. Find it and do it. Find your niche. Occupy yourself. You can get you a penis anytime. Women have sex with whoever they want to have sex with, while men have sex with whoever they can have sex with. And you remember I said that. Because there's some men out here that's, that they look good with a T at, a, at the end. G-O-O-D-T. They look good. And even they can't have sex. When there's women that are not impressed by a man's looks and they will not have sex with a man just because he looks good. And there's some women who go, who their little cooter would get wet just because he ha- he's an attractive man. I'm one of those women that I don't care if you look good. Respect me because I respect myself. So, this show, Ghosted, is a very interesting show. And I encourage you all to find this show on MTV and watch it. You will learn a lot. And it's suspenseful, so you'll be entertained. (laughs) Get you some popcorn, chair. Uh, So here's another thing I wanted to tell you. Point three, before I get off of here. Point three. You'll see that there's some men who, there's some predators, excuse me, who will try to get a woman to trust him. Quickly. Like, it's ten days later, and he's trying to get you to trust him. And he's testing, and, and he's doing things that he know that women like and want. And lust over. Because he knows that if a woman trusts him and a woman has a career, he can say, hey girl, I need $10,000. And because that woman trusts him, she will give him that $10,000. Look at that movie Dirty Drunk, I'm trying to tell you. It was some woman up there in that movie. She had wrote a book and and ended up getting an advance check for $1 million. You hear me? $1 million. And Dirty John had earned that woman's... Well, he didn't earn that woman's trust. He tricked her into trusting him. And she was getting ready to transfer that money from out of her bank account and into his the whole million dollars i'm trying to tell you tribe i'm trying to tell you watch the movie dirty john i'm trying to tell you and the woman was getting ready to do it and she ran the story by her bff and the bff was like nah sis that don't even sound right that don't even sound right don't you transfer that whole million dollars to no man don't you give him a red cent penny keep all your money in your account and the girl kept her money in her account and dirty john got mad he flipped out and spazzed out and told her he was going to kill her and all kind of foolery because he thought that he had her trust and he did if it wasn't for her bff that woman would have lost all her money you know what he was gonna do ghost her with her million dollars in his bank account he was getting ready to ghost her 
So, tribe, you, you, you be careful. You pay attention to what's being said, and you pay attention to what's not being asked. Some people won't ask you certain questions. They'll just sit back and watch you and and figure it out. And they'll go to your home and look around your home and they'll figure it out. Be mindful of what you're posting up on social media as well. Because people will watch, they watch these things. They psychoanalyze things that you never would think that they would psychoanalyze. Like I had a person psychoanalyzing, oh, where am I sleeping in my home? Am I sleeping in the east wing or the west wing? Like, why did you want to know where I'm sleeping at? Like, what business is it of yours? And so I sat back and I watched the person to see what was they going to do with the information. Because nobody's just putting the information in their back pocket and leaving it there. Eventually, they're going to use that information. You just have to sit back and wait and watch to see what they're doing with that information. And that will tell you what they want. So I sat back and I watched and I said, oh, so that's why you want to know if I'm sleeping in the East Wing or the West Wing. I ain't got nothing but love for you, deuces. Get out of here with that. So you, you be careful. Another thing that I was reminded of is when you sit down and you have a conversation with somebody, that's, a, that's the opportunity to ask all the questions that you need answers to. Like, where do you see yourself within the next two years? And if he is talking about himself, and he's not saying nothing about a relationship or marriage, that there it is right there. You know that he's not for you. You know that he's not for you because he didn't include you in his future. You hear so uh you can ask this question so um do you want to be in a relationship? I don't want to and the guy will respond, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. And so what's silent is with you. He, kept, he left that part out strategically and on purpose because he still want to get the punani. But if he say to you, yeah, I want to be in a relationship, but just not with you. Yeah, that's going to throw his chances of getting your poom poom all the way out the window. Flush it down the sewer and, and, and let the, the alligators get it. <laughs> so he'll never say. I don't want to be in a relationship with you. You want to ask him, do he have a job? Who do he live with? What's his highest level of education? Was he raised by both parents? Was he adopted? Was he in foster care? How long was his last relationship? How many kids do he got? That's a good one. I remember logging on Facebook one day. And this guy had posted up there that he has 16 kids. I kid you not, I can't make this shit up. 16 kids? Now that's not something you just say to a woman. Surely he would only divulge that information if asked. And he might lie. 
Because I don't know what woman in their right mind will want to be in a relationship with a man that got 16 kids. You know he ain't taking care of all of them. He can't. He ain't got enough money. He don't, there's not enough time for 16 kids. So that's a question that you definitely want to ask. And, and you want to know, is he paying child support? Because if he's in arrears, you know that if you try to do something with him financially, your money is going to get snatched. So you never want to partner up with somebody who owes child support. You don't want to marry anybody that owes child support. So use that opportunity to ask all of the questions that you feel that you need to ask. I personally don't ask the question like, do you want to be in a relationship like where you're at? That's something I don't ask. Uh, I just sit back and I watch and I listen. I hear what's being said, but I listen for what's not being said. And I, most importantly, I watch those actions because actions speak louder than words. And a lot of the times, actions will tell you everything that you need to know without you having to ask a single thing. Time also shows you everything that you need to know. So don't rush, ladies. You don't need to rush. You need to know what you are getting yourself into so that you don't end up heartbroken, broke, busted, and disgusted. Take your time. There's no need to rush. Tomorrow we'll be here. I assure you it will. It's not time for Jesus, you know, to come out of the sky with the four horsemen. It's not time yet. So you have tomorrow. So I just wanted to share those um, tips with you guys. Um, watch out for a man that try to get you to trust him quickly. Watch out for the man that tries to get you to love him quickly. And watch out for the man that wants to move into your place. Instead of saying, let's upgrade. Let's go to a better neighborhood. Get more square footage. Be, be mindful of that. Shalom.